Uh, ahoy, matey. Yar. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Before the Mutiny, the pirate <laughs> podcast show. Oh, every that's week, better. we sit down and talk about pirates. I just, I'll never get over the name of this show and how great it is. And that's pretty good. It's a fantastic <laughs> name for a show that's been running for a very long time that we've been doing yes. every every week for a very long time. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man, every week we sit down and we talk pirates. That's what we do here at the Pirate Podcast. Exactly. Before the Mutiny. Before the Mutiny. Love it. Yes. Um, ah, it's pretty good. So, Are we going to flip a doubloon do... to decide who <laughs> who talks first? Uh, you were pretty nervous this week for some unknown reason. Well, so how about you go first and then I laugh when I have the same, when I pick the same pirate. <laughs> Well, so far in the many years of doing this show that we've been doing this show, we haven't had the same pirate to talk about yet. So every week the anticipation rises. Look, it's, it is very surprising considering, you know, every week we sit down and we both pick two pirates mm. and we both, you know, give a quick overview of that pirate. Yeah. And it is amazing that we have not yet, uh, yeah, had had a double up. Yeah, no, not... Or a, a doubloon up. Ah! Oh, that was really bad. Let's not oh, talk about that one somebody, again. Somebody um, gave me a great uh, pirate dad joke earlier today. Oh, yes. Uh, what's a pirate's favourite musical note? Um, well, R is not a, Correct. a, a note, so it can't be R. No, it has to be the high C. Ah, oh, <laughs> yes, it's great because it's just as dumb <laughs> as the favorite letter joke, but it genuinely doesn't occur to you straight away what it could be. No, nope. oh. that's uh, that's a good one. Oh. Okay, all right. Well, get into it. Without further ado, let's talk about Black Caesar. <laughs> Hang on. Like, not regular Caesar. Not. Not Nega Caesar. Not. <laughs> not Dark Caesar. No, no, we're talking. This guy was, uh, he was an African uh, war chief uh, who was, uh, by all accounts, huge. And, <laughs> uh, and he operated off the Florida Keys in the early 1700s. Um, he was known for being very smart, but even stronger than he was smart. (laughs) Oh, that sounds terrifying. To the point where basically he, he couldn't be enslaved. (laughs) They tried (laughs) and failed because he was an absolute weapon of a man. He was, (laughs) he was... Cuffs wouldn't fit on his wrist. Correct. He was a chunky boy. Um... (laughs) Damn. And but he ended up getting lured into temporary slavery when pirates turned up and showed him a gold watch. He was like, "I don't understand. Like that that's so pretty, but how do those little things move? You have to show me." And they went, "Cool. Come aboard our ship. We've got a heap of piss, a heap of food, and plenty more like gold treasures for you to for you to check out." So he goes onto the ship, gets real drunk, and, you know, starts flirting with a bunch of women and playing around with, with their gold and stuff, and then 
they secretly up the anchor <laughs> and piss off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so oh, man. He, him good. After, um, like, he, he basically just, like, he, he didn't get violent or anything because he, he can't run the ship by himself or whatever. So he, you know, he cleverly just sort of, um, he, he refused to go into cuffs or into the cage or anything like that. So he would just sit in the lower decks and he refused food for a little while until he sort of made friends with one of the guys. Um, yep. and then one night there was, uh, <laughs> like a, a huge storm, like a hurricane. And the guy that he'd made friends with just sort of goes, all right, Caesar, we're, we're blowing this popsicle stand, you and me. <laughs> And, Jesus, and gives him a pistol and a sword and goes, come on, we're fighting our way to the lifeboat. And they get on the lifeboat and piss off. Then... Nice. <laughs> oh, there's a then? Oh, th- th- that's like... this is That's just the origin story. <laughs> oh, no. He hasn't even hit his, his peak piracy yet. Oh, um, oh damn. So he goes... Uh, so so they, they end up on a small island off the coast of Florida uh, where they wave down bigger ships uh, saying that they're stranded um, in their little lifeboat and, um, and then board the ship, pull out their pistols and say, we're taking all your shit. <laughs> Just the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, a pirate and the world's biggest pirate. Yeah, fair call. <laughs> Cheers to That's do that. That's enough. Um, so, yeah, they basically pull out their guns and go, give us all your food um, and, you know, and the, we'll take those tents and, you know, whatever they need to sleep on the island and then let the boat go. Um, yeah, and so he... Uh, sorry, I've lost track of my notes. Um, every now and then they take... Um, they take a few hostages, ransom back the hostages later on, um, to the point where he is said to have buried 26 bars of silver on that island, and they have never been recovered to this day. Huh. There, there is still buried pirate treasure, which you don't actually come across all that often in real life. <laughs> like, uh, there's lots no of fictional come across stories. this treasure. Mm. <laughs> Uh, well, there's lots of fictional stories of people burying treasure and stuff like that, but it's not often a real tactic. You know, all the all the really piratey stuff is, you know, I- exaggerated. But this mm. this is apparently real. <laughs> so, Shit. I, I mean, we, we'll, we'll take it with a grain of salt, as we always have to. But yeah, so um, so that's phase one <laughs> of his life. Oh, damn. <laughs> They MCU um, this motherfucker. They they did. Uh, so um, the guy who freed him, like his his now only friend, um, ended up fighting over a slave girl that they took from one of the ships that they uh, were yeah holding up, um, mm-hmm. and uh, to the point where Caesar killed his friend over her. <laughs> and oh uh, no, yeah. Um, thus ending his life on that particular island and uh, and he turned to the open seas for proper piracy at that point with a few of the of the other people he kidnapped and yeah his, his little crew that he'd built up over the years um, he established a harem on on a place now called Caesar's Rock with over a hundred women 
Jesus. Um, it's 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 a real place north of Key Largo, um, where he would he would keep doing his like um, you know imprison some men, ransom them back, keep the women, add them to the harem sort of deal. Um, and by the time he left the island, it was chock full of his children. <laughs> He, he took Damn. all the supplies he could and left the rest of them behind to starve. Um, what? But apparently they they lived for long enough that um, now people think that there is a civilization of... Well, uh, th- there was a, a small civilization of people who spoke a lang- like their own language and would, you know, harvest sea creatures and, and, and fruit and stuff and, yeah. Like, there was a small town of people living there who had lived there for long enough that they didn't speak any other... Like, he, they had their own language. Wow! <laughs> and you're leading with this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the next guy has, has some pretty big action stuff going on. But yeah, um, so um, this... Uh, so yeah, um, people would note that the the place that would become known as Caesar's Rock uh, was haunted because they could hear the voices of children as they <laughs> as they um, sailed past. Hmm. Um, yeah, from all the children. Yeah. So, but then, so nobody went to the haunted island. <laughs> ah, of so, course, it's haunted exactly. with weird children. <sighs> oh man! That's and then, up. so the last chapter. Uh, he became the lieutenant to Blackbeard ah. on the Queen Anne's Revenge, um, oh, yeah? where Blackbeard asked him personally to be the one to light the powder kegs and blow up the Queen Anne's Revenge if they ever got captured and and Blackbeard ever got killed, um, yeah. which did happen. But Caesar couldn't actually get to the powder kegs in time. He was captured and he was hung in Virginia. So I should say hanged. Oh, man. He was hanged. Um, he yeah. Was, yeah. So, um, yeah, he, uh, he never quite got to retire on his, on his earnings. Um, but I guess he sort of did like twice. <laughs> he yeah. lived on an Island with nothing but, <laughs> with nothing but women and just, yeah, li- lived a pretty cushy life. Wow. Um, until he met Blackbeard. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's undone. Yeah, well, then apparently he was, like, they were besties, and he was very, um, like, he was so enamoured with the guy that, yeah, he was willing to blow himself up. Shit. Mm. That's, that's some crazy stuff. Yeah. So that's, so that's Black Caesar. Black? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't they made a movie about him? That's I know, crazy. right? <laughs> I mean. made a movie about half these guys, really, let's be honest. <laughs> Like, fair enough that, like, most of the movie is just unending sex scenes. Just, just <laughs> constant sex scenes. <laughs> just At least that weird middle after. portion. Yeah. <laughs> just never-ending orgies. And, you know, now that HBO has, you know, <laughs> it's become the, the Goliath of... Um, of sexual television that's not technically pornography, uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll pick up the story of this guy and 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 run with it. Oh, okay, <laughs> what a 
Yeah. Big man. Yes. Big shoes. That's wow. Ve- very, very big man. Mm. Very, very big man. Um, I don't know if I want to follow follow you up now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to feel a bit... Yeah. All right. That's... All right, I'll, I'll do my best. Okay. I'm sure I'm sure uh, this one will be interesting. Charles Charles Vane. Yeah. Uh, not sure when he was born. Probably sometime around 1860. Yep. Uh, he first came onto the scene when he was under the command of Henry Jennings during the time when they were um, attacking treasure hunters looking for the rack, wreck of the Spanish treasure fleet yeah. in like 1715. Yep, one we've uh, so uh, the, an event we've covered many times on the show, but uh, just in case. <laughs> yeah, just in case. It's, it's the Spanish fleet full of treasure, supposedly, and it, it's got sunk and there are people always going out there trying to get more stuff off it. And I think in modern times, one of the ships was found and there was... Several millions of dollars worth of treasure on it. <laughs> like, so. millions of dollars then or millions of dollars now? Now. Now, yeah. Millions of dollars now, so <laughs> it was uh, worth a lot back then. Yes. Uh, right, so by 1717 he was captain of his own ship That's... and he was one of the pirate leaders at Nassau, which was the uh, little pirate nation yep. that they all sort of founded, their own little club. No Brits allowed, <laughs> type thing. Their own country with with blackjack and hookers. And it was all pretty swell until uh, a guy called Captain Vance Pierce Purse showed up in February of 1718 right. and captured him and a few others. This is after um, King Hare George offered everyone a, a pardon, all the pirates a pardon if they wanted to surrender. Right, okay. Um, Vane never did. But then he was captured, and some of the folks that had taken the pardon and turned pirate hunters, that was part of the, the deal, yep. convinced uh, Pierce to yeah give him the pardon, mm, okay. which he eventually did. Nice. Um, so he, he got the pardon, and that was in, uh, yeah, about early early that year yep. he was given the pardon. By late March, he was back to being a pirate. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. He stole a big old French ship with 20 guns on it, and by July of... Okay, and then in July of that year, another fellow called Woods Rogers showed up in Nassau. Yep. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention, he basically harassed that Vincent Pierce bloke into leaving. Right. And stole back his ship off him. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so another, another, another bloke showed up to be governor. Yep. Uh, he blockaded the, the harbour. Trying to trap him in there, with because he's got that big old French ship and another little sloop, and he couldn't couldn't get out. Yep. So he went, screw you, set the big French ship on fire, <laughs> set it sail at them. They all scampered to get out of the way, oh, and he snuck it. out. Love it. Yeah. Uh, the old set your own boat on fire trick. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good trick. This is all the same year, by the way. We're still in seventeen eighteen. Big year for him. Oh jeez. Um, there's also a story that he caught up with Blackbeard. Ooh, and yep. him, the the two crews had a party for supposedly days, possibly weeks, mm. and <laughs> a proper rum gala. Oh yes. Uh, by in in November, yeah. him and his crew saw a large frigate. They're like, "Oh yeah, we'll have that. We'll have that." Eh? <laughs> they they get up to it and they're like, "Oh shit, that's a French naval vessel, and it's got." 
more cannons than we expected. Ooh. And it starts firing on them, and they're like, he's like, nope, we're outgunned. We, we need to retreat and get out of here. But his crew were like, you're a bloody coward. <laughs> and they mutiny, mutinied him. What? And as we've, as we've covered before, but just a reminder, yeah. pirate mutinies aren't always just bang, bang, kill them all. Yeah. They had a vote, and they voted him out. Yep. So him and 16, 16 other blokes that supported him all got kicked off the, the big ship. Yeah. Or they caught it. They'd, they'd taken another big ship by then and we put it on the, the little sloop. Yep. And they had a few more good runs at, you know, pirating and sailing about and stealing shit. But by February of 1719, they got caught in a bit of a hurricane. Yeah. And Vane was shipwrecked uh. on an uninhabited island. Yep. Uh, not sure if he was by himself, but, you know, good luck for him. A ship showed up just so that he could get out of there. But unlucky for him, it was an English ship. Yep. <laughs> uh, he attempted to join the crew under a false name, Yep. but he was recognised by an old acquaintance and arrested. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he was he was charged and hung, hang, hanged? Yes, hanged. In early 1721, and his body was... Um, Hung in chains at Gun K as a, jeez. As th- they often were to discredit to, so show people being a pirate's not the best. Yeah. So like that was the last like three years of his life. The last in yeah most of the stuff happens in the last like two years of his life. Jeez. He, he supposedly he was captured and then he spent at least a year in jail just waiting to be tried and convicted. Yeah. And, and murdered. So that wouldn't have been a fun time for him. Jeez. Man, it's yeah. it's crazy how like how much can happen in a in a short period of time like that. Yeah, like he he popped up on the scene like he was a captain by seven seventeen, and then within two years he's had <laughs> he's chased one bloke off off the island. Yep, been had someone else try to capture him, but he got mutinied, got shipwrecked, and there. Jeez. Well, had that's a rough couple years. It's life on the open ocean, I guess. It, it happens sure quick. is. It happens very it quick or very slow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're either on 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 the ship for nine months on the way to the other side of the world, or or yeah, you spend a year in on a yeah on an absolute binge. Um, <laughs> shall shall I? Know. Yes. Yep. Carry on. Okay. Top Black Caesar, please. <laughs> I can't. I can't top him as far as uh, harem size. Oh, <laughs> but the, fair enough. This next guy tops most pirates as far as um, haul, as far as actual treasure haul goes. Oh yeah. So this uh, this man is Henry Avery. Um, he was a slaver for the British government. Um, mm-hmm. He was eventually hired by the Spanish government for some privateering work on a ship called the Char- on uh, Charles II. Um, yep. They were harassing French ships in the Caribbean. Um, As you do. But the Spanish weren't very kind to their English employees. They basically just didn't pay them. <laughs> so all the English just mutinied this Spanish ship. <laughs> and say... <laughs> He declares himself captain of Charles II and renamed the boat The Fancy <laughs> and would raid merchant ships off the southern coasts of Africa. Um, yeah. 
1695, he had a crew of over 150 men. And he set his sights on a 25-ship fleet that was transporting uh, pilgrims uh, returning to India from Mecca. That's a big fleet. That is a big fleet. But uh, he had uh, a, a few quite fast ships, and this fleet had quite a lot of slower boats. So yep. um, it's unknown whether they knew that he was coming, but they immediately employed the tactic of setting their own boat on fire and <laughs> and fleeing into the open ocean. So they left this flaming gauntlet of their slower boats just <laughs> just ablaze as he as Avery has to like now <laughs> maneuver his ships through <laughs> all these other burning ships. Um, he eventually uh, gets to one of the the bigger slower boats and uh and they hauled where's my actual numbers on this uh 50,000 british pounds worth of gold and silver 50,000 at the time <laughs> so oh lord so uh, like like millions of british pounds today that's that's a hefty hefty bloody win that one <laughs> it, that's that is an absolute Thick, juicy win. Um, so juicy, in fact, that a lot of his crew at that point decided to take their cut and retire with it. They just left piracy behind. Yeah. Um, but that was not Henry Avery. <laughs> Henry Avery had one big hole left in him. Uh, specifically, the Ganji Sawai, the largest ship in the Indian fleet. It housed 400 riflemen. <laughs> oh dear. More more people on that ship were hired just to protect it than he had in his entire fleet. Just for that <laughs> one boat. <laughs> um, so uh, Avery decides, I'm just going to open fire on this colossal ship. <laughs> he rolls a natural 20 though and blows the mast off the deck. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> so with no wind power, the ship has just been brought to an to a halt. Meaning that there's no um, there's no advantage to having that many gunmen. They can stand on the deck and fire barrages into the into the water, but only for long enough for Avery to pull his ship up to the side of that boat and board it. Once they've boarded, it takes them a minute to reload their guns and yeah, and, and they're not very they're, accurate. They're done. So this is one of the few actual recorded like fisticuff melee fights on a boat. And during yeah. and and <laughs> and during the chaos, one of the artillerymen on the Ganji Sawai blows a big hole in the side of it and <laughs> and sets it on fire. Um, so now there's 400 men with guns taking on a couple of hundred pirates with swords on a burning ship. And, um, yeah, so, uh, this, Avery, Avery and his men win and they take home. Oh oh yeah. I didn't think it was going to go that way. (laughs) Had the odds stacked against him. Well, so they take home. The, the reports vary between 325,000 Great British Pounds 
to 600,000 Great British Pounds, which is like tens Jesus. of millions of today's dollary dues. My word. <laughs> um, and there's multiple um, reports about what the captain of the Ganji Sawai uh, did uh, during the, the attack. Um, some say that he just abandoned ship, just yeeted himself into the ocean and probably died. <laughs> Um, I'm out. But there's a few that say that he ran down to the lowest of, of decks where there were slave girls uh, hiding and kicks them out, tells them to go and fight the pirates and locks himself into the ship. <laughs> wow. So, so history has not been kind to that man. Not at all. Um, so uh, after, after this, Avery opts for retirement. Uh, splitting the the winnings amongst his men, but uh, absolutely shafting the allied pirates that helped him in that battle. <laughs> like he just he completely did a runner and just never yeah. paid them. Um, but so he bribed a whole bunch of English officers with ivory <laughs> that he'd stolen from the Ganji Sawai, and <laughs> um, and yeah, he he retired. Um, and all this happened within two years. Jesus. He, he, went, he went from um, an employee on a Spanish ship, um, on a Spanish, uh, what's the word? The, the, the not pirates. God damn it. <laughs> I'm brain blanking. Privateer. Privateer. Yeah. He went from uh, a privateer to <laughs> tens of millions of dollary dues. Um, and, and, and a happy retirement where some reports say that he started his own little pirate colony, um, and, and lived out his days, um, yeah, with, with a bunch of slave girls and, and, uh, one of them was apparently from the Ganji Sawai. Apparently they, their eyes met and they fell in love and all that stuff. And so she was his pirate queen on their little pirate cove, just, Spending their millions on on nice. rum and whatever food they could get. That's one story. The other story is that he apparently lost the last of his whole gambling back in England and died so poor that he couldn't afford a burial. Damn. So... So I think that it's pretty likely that the truth is somewhere in the middle. He probably didn't have this magical island kingdom all to himself. Um, but he probably didn't die poor either. <laughs> No. No. Yeah. Damn. So uh, that's good. So that's Henry. That's a lot of Avery. booty right there. Yeah, he he has one of the highest uh, <laughs> booty to years in piracy ratio, and he's one of the few people who actually got to retire on his on his earnings. He never got caught. He never got hanged. Yeah, he, uh, he never died of syphilis. Um, <laughs> he did pretty well for himself. Yeah, doing all right. That's- yeah. You know, that's not an odd end. Normally, a lot of them don't end that nicely. Yeah, it's it's normally syphilis or the sword. Or, yeah, they end up with a slightly longer neck than they had to start with. <laughs> they get giraffed, as they say. It's mm. <laughs> definitely what they say in the business. Getting giraffed. Because <laughs> oh. of the spots. Ah, uh, yes. The spots. You, you develop welts. Yes. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. 
you 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 done me in here, Cal. Um, you made it real hard to follow up all yours. I'm sorry. I <laughs> it took me a while to find these. Um, yeah, but um, yeah. So that's that's the biggest harem and the biggest hall in pirate history that I could find. Yep. Um, well, this guy has a big claim to fame, and I'll get I'll get to that. That's a detail later on. Yeah. But his name is Benjamin Hornigold. Hornigold. <laughs> that's a fantastic name. Yeah. Uh, again, don't know when he showed up, when he was born, or where he come from. Uh, probably thought he's from England, born around 1860 again. Yep. Um, he first showed up on the scene in about 1730, 1740. Mm-hmm. No, 1713, 1740. Okay. Uh, when him and some others, with some canoes and a sloop... <laughs> yep. Um, were just harassing merchant vessels off the coast of... New Providence and its capital, which is Nassau, <laughs> with some where he canoes. eventually, yeah, <laughs> love it. Where, where you, ve- yeah, and he was one of the people that actually established Nassau as the pirate republic. Love it, pirate bloody, yep thing. Uh, yep. Eventually, found himself on a ship, well, with a ship named the Marianne. Um, yep. Marianne, yeah, uh, yeah. So that, um, where am I? Um, his second in command mm-hmm. for, for quite some time was Edward Teach or Blackbeard. Ooh. Yeah. Um, he then, in 1770, he took control of a sloop with that had the largest number of cannons on it in the region at the time. Oh. Which was 30. Jeez. <laughs> 30 guns. I think when I said before, uh, Charles Vane, his ship, his big French ship, which wasn't a sloop, which was a, I think it was a brigand, yep. that only had 22 guns. Jeez. So this thing was just packed to the brim with cannons. Yeah. I didn't check how many cannons the Gunji Sawai had, but, um, mm. but yeah, like, cause 30 cannons, if that's like six on each side, it's got to have still, like, what's that, five layers? No. I don't know. But anyway, it doesn't matter. That's a lot of cannons. It's a, that's, yeah. That's a lot of cannons. Um, yeah. There's a, I see, he was, a, he was sort of a smart pirate, and he's careful not to attack any British ships. Mm-hmm. Or British flagships. That way he could... Um, have the legal excuse of just being like, I am not a pirate, I am an English privateer attacking the enemies of England, yeah. mainly the Spanish. <laughs> um, but eventually, his cohorts were like, no, we just want to rob any ship we see. Mm. Take all the gold. And they eventually, yeah, mutinied him in the classic pirate way of having a vote and giving mm. him a ship for him and his supporters to leave on. Nice. It's, it's yeah, good when... Um, like, you hear about all these, like, harems and slaves and all these, like, awful things, but <laughs> sometimes pirates can be pretty wholesome. Yeah. Yeah, they can be They can be all right. Mm. Uh, so there's a report from... Or supposedly a report from one of the... From a passenger of a, of a vessel that he captured. Right. And and the, the quote is saying that 
They did us no further injury than taking most of our hats from us. <laughs> Having got drunk the night before, as they told us, and tossed theirs overboard. <laughs> <laughs> they got sh- that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <clears throat> now, his story doesn't end just with him being a pirate. Mm-hmm. Um, when the King's Pardon come round in 1717, 1718, um, he, he, he took the pardon. And part of his job was now that he was a pirate hunter, as I said. And he was offered the job when he captured a captain or, or someone from the crew. Uh, he would be paid a hundred pounds that time. Okay. Specifically, I think captains were worth more. Oh no! For every captain, yeah, he got a hundred pound, which is equivalent to sixteen thousand pound in today's money, Jeez. which in Australian dollars is a bit shy of thirty grand. Oh. <laughs> so anyone he got thirty grand for him. So a, a year's wages per per capture. Yeah, pretty much. Jeez. Uh, the Brits were pretty impressed with him. How he was turning, like you know paying his debt for being a bit of a pirate and bad bloke for, you know, chasing down his former friends. Yeah. He he hunted a few big names. Like, he actually he chased Charles Vane for some time but never got him. Instead, he got one of his associates. Yep. Um, it seemed to happen to him a lot. He never caught the big fish. He just got the little fish. Yeah. Um, but in late 1719, his ship got caught in a hurricane yep. between New Providence and New Spain. Uh, and it was wrecked on an uncharted reef, and he he perished. Jeez. Five of his crew managed to get in a canoe, and they were saved. But yep. yeah, he he passed. He died on that reef. That's and no one knows where that is. That's a pretty rough end. Yeah, for someone that was basically at one point the main power in the Caribbean. Yeah, because no one else had a ship with that many guns, so he could go around and take what he wanted. Yeah, what well, and uh, and. Like, part of the the upbringing of of Blackbeard. Hmm. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he taught him. Yeah. It's um. A pretty, like a, a tragically early end, <laughs> I guess. Yes. Unfortunately, well, you know, better than being captured and hung, I suppose. Oh, true. I mean, it depends. You, it depends how you die, <laughs> on the on the deserted patch of land that you've just crashed your boat into if you die of well, maybe, starvation and dehydration that's not great but no if you maybe die he landed on the, the um <laughs> mast through the face <laughs> that'd be pretty quick i'd imagine <laughs> maybe he landed on the the, the haunted children island yeah and, and just ate a bunch of children <laughs> <laughs> that's not where i was going with that but that's how that's that's within the realm of possibility. Oh, oh lovely. Um, yeah, maybe, but uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he did actually try to. He was commissioned to hunt down Blackbeard as well, but he never got him. I don't believe. Mm. Oh, no, he didn't get him. One day we'll yeah, do an episode so. on Blackbeard. I know, but like we pretty much don't have to at this point. <laughs> no, is it whenever you talk about any of the pirates that visited well, the Caribbean ones that were around Nassau, they all sort of interacted together and they all have an interaction with Blackbeard at one point or yeah. another. Yeah, it was hard to find pirates that didn't have some connection to Blackbeard, which is, I guess, why he's one of the most popular ones now. He had the best uh, He had the best agent. He had the best marketing. That's, that is correct. 
<laughs> he got right on that. He branded himself with yep. the old putting the gunpowder fuses in the beard and yep. carrying more <laughs> pistols than necessary. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how you do it. So that's that's all our pirates for today. But as we do every week, I've got our bonus pirate. Oh, oh. Which is a Minnesota woman Ooh. who in 2000 and something. <laughs> Where's the date on this article gone? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, 2012. Yep. Was fined, was prosecuted for illegally downloading and file sharing music. Yeah, um, <laughs> indeed. She owes. She was originally charged with damages of of. Well, they were suing her for damages of one and a half million dollars, but they brought that down <laughs> to fifty four thousand dollars. Jeez. Um, that's that's two captured captains worth of <laughs> worth of downloaded yeah, material. That's that's so much downloaded material. The real prize. Yeah. Pirated music. Um, <laughs> She was accused of downloading and distributing more than 1,700 music files on Kazaa. Kazaa. <laughs> Kazaar. Mm. Oh, wonderful. I always <laughs> love the bonus pirates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and never quite who you expect. No. You never know when it's what it's going to be, when they're going to come from. Yeah. I love it. Uh, very so, good. Tweet us what you thought of our... Uh, of our pirates at videoshoppod.com. No, wait, no, that's not how Twitter works. At videoshoppod, that's it. <laughs> yes, do that. And tell us who your favourite pirate is and why. And, yeah. And maybe we'll talk about them next time. Maybe they'll be a bonus pirate. Maybe they'll be a regular pirate. Who knows? Hmm. Who knows? But until next time, don't get scurvy. <laughs> I was going to say stay salty, but that doesn't... No, stay salty is good. Right. <laughs> I know we've been struggling to find a catchphrase to end this show on. Uh, I was just going to say something stupid like, uh, hoist the mainsails, race the gangplank, yep. we're underway.